Welcome to On the Edge with April Mahoney Brains. You hit the spot. The place where the conversation is pointed, the guests are sharp, and the responses are never dull. Put your thinking caps on, because the conversation starts now. Welcome to On the Edge with April Mahoney Brains. This is the spot, the place where the conversation is pointed, the guests are sharp, and the responses are never dull. Today, we are in Nova Scotia. Manitoba. Manitoba? Why were we talking about, I don't know. We were just talking about fires in Nova Scotia. Oh, okay. Well, we're in Canada, Brains. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about the weather. We're talking about the people. We're talking about the climate. And we're going to be talking about breakthroughs, okay, with my guest, Lynette Chartier. Chartier. Hi. Chartier. Now, that's kind of French. Or it's very French. It's very French. There's a large French influence in Canada brains. You need to be aware of that. Okay. And they are so classy and they're so nice. And they have the best donuts there. Tim Horton donuts and a cup of hot chocolates with a splash of Bailey's. Oh my God, your life is great. So Lynette is in the breakthrough coaching business and transformation. Now, I know you guys say, well, you have a lot of guests that talk about that, but they're all very unique. Everyone has a, their own unique style, technique, combinations of different modalities, and also the people that they serve. Everybody is not going to be cookie cutter. These transformational coaches are people that have to customize based upon an individual's needs based upon their skill set, their wants, their desires, their aspirations. And we're going to talk to Lynette about how she works her magic here on The Edge. Let's welcome her. How are you, Lynette? I'm fine. It's wonderful to be here and to meet your community. I know. I, you know what? I love your backdrop. That's beautiful. Is that a, uh, what kind of paint? Is that an acrylic in the back on the wall? Yeah, it's a mixed medium. And uh, I picked that up because those are some of my favorite kinds of trees. So it's in my background and uh, yeah, I, I love nature. I do too. I do too. I'm a tree hugger actually. Do you hug trees? I love trees. I yes. don't see them every day. Yeah, I know. they. Uh, it's, it's something about a tree that holds a certain wisdom and you can feel it. So tell us a little bit about your wisdom and how you found yourself in this space. Well, at heart, I'm an educator. And I guess over the years, I've always been a seeker from the time I was young. And over the years, I've become a seeker of truth and beauty. So that's not always been an easy path. But I really wanted to understand what makes people operate like they do. And reality is, it took me a long time to understand how people operate because I, for myself, was always looking to the outside when the answers for each person lies within. And I found that the more you understand yourself, then the more you actually automatically start understanding people. And it's it's that much easier to be compassionate and to have kindness. So that was sort of what my, my search was. I mean, in a nutshell, I've experienced my challenges on all pillars of life. So whether that was physically with health challenges and, and health scares, emotionally, uh, spiritually, financially, and in relationships, and yet at the, at the time, like I never considered my moments or my experiences any more uh, traumatic than anybody else's. I just thought they were ordinary and tried to push everything down and keep going. 
except that that really wasn't working. And I found myself one day kind of looking at myself, questioning like, how come like I'm following the rules of my upbringing and I'm following the rules of my culture and of my religion. I'm working hard, I'm putting others, you know, first and somehow things aren't working. Like there's gotta be something else to life because I felt that I was always striving and never kind of getting where I wanted to go. And so I was like a floating head, you know, on top of water, disconnecting from my heart and being like just stuck in, in logic and, and not analyzing. And right. Yeah. You were actually being very disingenuous to yourself. You know what? One of the biggest lessons was that um, betrayal is painful when, and we all experience betrayal, but the most painful and costly betrayal is when you betray yourself. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I, I have been, uh, I've, I've been kind of going through some things a few months ago. I'm, I'm over it now, but I made promises to myself and I said, you know what, how can I make a promise to someone else? And I can't keep that promise to myself. And so I was not showing up authentically. The word authentic, I think, is overused too. What does that mean to you as a breakthrough coach? Well, authentic means that you're going to, we all have flaws and we all have qualities. And so it's about looking at what's working for us, being truthful for ourselves, and then showing up as the person you can be with everything you are now and knowing that you're going to continue to learn and to grow and to become more uh, authentic means that you know you're going to speak your your truth you're going to talk about your feelings in as kind a of way as you can and sometimes it won't always resonate but that with others but that's okay um, being authentic means you're not going to be stuck like I was into people-pleasing mode and into perfectionism, thinking that was going to keep me safe, and it wasn't. It cost me a lot. What did it cost you? Well, put it this way. Over the years, like, and I mean, like I said, I've had challenges and like everybody, what it cost me was, first of all, on the health perspective, it cost me um, my well-being, it cost me my joy. It cost me a lot of happiness. Physically, I mean, it cost me my time, my energy. It cost me uh, financially. Uh, it, it cost me, I, I stayed in relationships and partnerships with work situations too long before moving on. And so nowadays, maybe it's the age and stage I'm at in my life, but it's like, we've got to save that time and, and we, the world is moving so quickly that we need to pause and see what's true and and really and, and make important choices for ourselves. Did you come to some of these realizations during our little uh, uh, COVID-19 hiatus? Well, I'm, I'm sorry, what was that question? If I came to those? Did you come to some of these realizations? Well, what happened was during that time, things got really crazy in my career. And I was putting incredible amount of hours, like most, like a lot of people were. And I wasn't listening to the wisdom within that told me I needed to slow down. I ended up honestly with a full blown burnout. Mm -hmm. And I ended up, so that was like on a physical level a lot. I had to, it offered me the, the gift in that is it offered me the opportunity to 
sit back and, and look at things that I had not looked at, thinking that they weren't that significant. But in hindsight, they were like a computer virus. They were running behind and affecting every area of my life. Mm -hmm. And so I, um, having the intuition and, 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 you know, tuning within and getting myself some professional support, I needed to rearrange my life that part of that the work part of my life and so that's brought me to this current chapter you know you know you said something that was this very uh, pivotal is that you said you know you got some professional support now brains that looks different for everybody sometimes that's counseling sometimes that's psychotherapy sometimes it's a good yoga teacher sometimes it's a good massage sometimes it's a coach it just depends but knowing that there are other outside influences that can really help you um Come up with a better answer. Look for a better solution outside of the one that you're conjuring up. Because it's like uh, me. It's like when I wrote my book. I read it a million times, but I never caught the errors until I had someone else edit it. And that's what we have to do sometimes in our life is look at it from someone else's perspective. Let them come in and edit the information and see if that works for you. See if it reads your story. A lot better. I think what happens too, I mean, we all have blind spots and that's why they're called blind. Like we don't see them ourselves. And when you bring someone else and you share information, they have a different kind of experience. So they can shed light and offer you a new perspective and they can reframe things. And usually like often it's learning to be kind to yourself and being patient with yourself. Like you wouldn't do to other people what you do to yourself. Right. Right. Excuse me. So, yeah. So it, it, it that, that helped. And, and you're, I totally agree with you. I've needed different kind of support at different times. A lot of times I can use the tools and the strategies on my own, but I have, even as a coach, I have, you know, a couple of different coaches for different parts of my life and right. I turn to them rather than staying stuck. I mean, Absolutely. It, it just takes me time and energy. And in the end, it's, um, it helps me to move forward. Well, it really helps also too that you have an educational background because you know how to lay it out for people. You know how to give them a syllabus. You know, this is a course of action and you hold them accountable. Yeah, that's the part. They always get a little bit of homework and we discuss it when we get back together. And I think if I may be so bold as to say, I believe one of my gifts is I'm really good at connecting the dots for people. So, you know, some people are the very practical, logical, never looking sort of at that energetic world, that energy reality. And some people are in that world and never look at things that are sort of on the practical level. And to me, it's like the two meet. And so we have to look at like it's a bridge. How do you bridge people from where they are to where they want to go? Now, one of the modalities that you incorporate is emotional freedom technique. Yes. It's tapping. <laughs> I tell the story all the time. The first time my husband saw me do it, he goes, baby, are you itching? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, no, you know, but people, um, they don't really understand tapping. I understand it. Well, explain it. Well, emotional freedom technique, and that's great that you said that because the first time I saw it and many of my clients when they experience it for the first time, they go like, and this is going to work. And, uh, but what it, it is, is you, you work on some acupressure points on the body, like, you know, it's built upon the Chinese wisdom, except rather than using needles, you use the, 
your fingertips and your fingertips and your pressure points are everywhere. So what it allows you to do, and when I say everywhere, they're always with you wherever you go. And what it allows you to do is to move through the emotions, the meaning making you made of the of events that were challenging, the beliefs that you bought into, etc. It, it allows you to move that through out of your nervous system because our bodies remember everything. Our logical conscious mind can't, but what's running underneath our system remembers it. So what I found, because I mean, I, I've done different modalities, but I found that emotional freedom techniques allows an individual, one, they can learn it, they can empower themselves, they don't have to be always working with a practitioner. And second of all, they, um, it's gentle. And it, it's, it's, a, it's a way to self-regulate. And you can let go of things with ease. And the, the beauty of doing it with a practitioner is that the practitioner can connect the dots, they can see what's happening, connect the dots, and move you like through different techniques of emotional freedom techniques. So, for example, like when we see the tapping summits and everything, it's fabulous because those are awareness pieces and it allows people to start. But with a practitioner, you can get into specific ways of using EFT that will move you through your your issues. And as a matter of fact, I had someone yesterday, a client, she said, I can't believe how deep we've gotten and the shifts I've had in six weeks. And she wow. says, with that. So people are usually feeling more secure, more emotionally safe with that modality. That's what I really like about it. Give us an example of uh, emotional freedom technique and what we could use. We'll try to say, uh, I am really trying to break, you know, eating, snacking, eat, you know, just random what? eating for no purpose, for entertainment. I want to stop that. <laughs> okay. I'm going to invite you to just take a cleansing breath and center yourself. Okay, we can start on the side of the hand, even though. And you repeat after me. Okay. Even though. Even though. I find myself snacking for no good reason. I find myself snacking for no good reason. It's just what I'm dealing with right now. It's just what I'm dealing with right now. And that's okay. And that's okay. Even though I find myself snacking in the evenings, is that when you snack? <laughs> Even though I find myself snacking all damn day long. <laughs> all day long. Well, you do have to eat. Right here, right now, I am safe. Right here, right now, I am safe. So even though I find myself snacking. So even though I find myself snacking. More frequently than I want to. More frequently than I want to. Right here, right now, I right choose here. to honor that. I Right here, right now, I actually honor that. I seem to do it all day. I seem to do it all day. It feels so mindless. It feels so mindless. I choose to stay open. I choose to stay open. To seeing what this is all about. Seeing what this is all about. All the snacking. All the snacking. In the end, is that I honor this and that I'm okay with this. You're not trying to so much shove it away and get rid of it, but it's actually 
knowing it, realizing it, processing, working with it, and then going deeper. So that was very fascinating. I really enjoyed that. And you know what? You said a couple of key things there. So, I mean, five years ago, I guess, when I started doing this on myself, what I found was with time, I started asking myself better questions. And, you know, as the memories would pop up, then I could ask the questions related to the memories. And so it really, um, it was an empowering tool. And I could, I mean, if I needed to, I could step into the ladies room at work, shut the door for five minutes and do a round or two on myself to bring my whatever level of anxiety or distress or the work issue that was coming up, work on it, and then go back out and be good to go. And what I find also is very useful is this is a very powerful tool for working with young children. You know, so many times here, I've said it once, I've said it a million times that teachers are frustrated in the classroom. They want the kids quiet. Here in the United States, you got 25 kids in one class, one teacher, no teacher's aid. You've got three or four that are very disruptive. But, you know, so what they do is they isolate them make them write standards, embarrass them or shame them instead of giving them tools to learn to calm themselves down, to take ownership, to take responsibility. And if we incorporate these things at a very early age, we're gonna make much better, more productive, more well-balanced adults. We you will. Know? The other thing too to know is that when we start bringing up these things, when we're actually activating, right? We're activating the points to get what's beneath the and deal with it sometimes the emotions can actually arise we don't necessarily have to be going down that scale right away and people have to know that that's normal that's fine and so to let that let whatever's coming up come up but what you're saying about children yes in, in some of the states where we've actually there's actually have been like those mass shootings i mean you'll have teams at times of people with these modalities go into the school system and help the teachers and the students and their parents yeah it's so i have something exciting uh that you shared with me about working with teachers tell me a little bit about that well you know i i work a lot with you know smart motivated women who are committed to their own personal growth. And a lot of these people are actually teachers. And so if there are members in your audience who would actually appreciate um, some time to doing some work on the issues that tend to come up for teachers. As a teacher, I remember, you know, that end of middle August, end of August, you start feeling stressed about work, about getting your class ready, about the new group of students, about the challenging students you might receive and, and how the parents may perceive your methods, your ways of working. And you might have actually um, be holding emotional, um, let's say fears or what you would consider a negative emotion around going back because you're afraid of the stress, you're afraid of not having that work-life balance. Well, I'm gonna be offering a complimentary um, sessions and I'm planning on running about a four or five mini week mini course for teach specifically for teachers. And I will pull out, you know, the typical teacher issues that we um, we experience. I, I remember them. They're not that far off my background. And I want to hear what the teachers today are experiencing. So yeah, if you have teachers in your audience, they can feel free to send me an email at 
you know, Lynette, transformation starts within. Tell me what it is they would like to see as far as that beginning of school year, end of August, the beginning of September, and I will prepare something uh, tailored to their needs. That's fantastic because I know that there's a lot of stress, there's a lot of anxiety. Uh, and again, like you said, those, uh, those expectations, whether they're real or false, they still exist. So thank okay. you for that, Lynette. My pleasure a lot of work that needs to be done, um, but it's very simplistic. It's very easy. It's very gentle. Um, and it's, you know, self-activating. You're pouring into yourself. Um, and so I know that people are, are thinking it doesn't work, but let me tell you, Brains, it is so popular. There's it's usually three, three reasons why it doesn't work. One is the questions aren't the right one for that situation, for your situation. The other thing is like, sometimes it's you just haven't given it enough time. Like, you know, like our brains are designed to keep us safe. So if there's a part of us that doesn't feel safe in having the reveal or the truth come out right away, the body's not gonna let that happen. So then there are other processes within that emotional freedom technique modality that you use to kind of get people to feel safe. And other times it's a little bit like soaking the pan, I tell people. You know how when you've done this massive cooking and you've got a dirty pan, well, you can scrub and scrub and scrub, or you can, you know, put something on it and leave it sit for a bit. And so it's like, it needs to soak and have time. And so as the body, as the subconsciousness is feeling safer with the practitioner, feeling safer going to the hard places, especially if you're someone that's done a lot of pushing down, it takes a little bit of time for that to come out. So those are usually the reasons that some people will find it may not work for them. Right. And be patient with yourself, Brains. Absolutely. Be patient with yourself. So let's ask you some fun questions about you, Lynette. If you were an appliance in the kitchen, what appliance would you be? Oh, great question. I have to say I'd be a dishwasher. And I would be a dishwasher because you know how the it's an attention to detail and a dishwasher has to have all this attention to the details to thoroughly clean the dishes. Well, I possess a keen eye for details in my personal development, paying attention to my thoughts, my dreams, my behaviors, my habits, and striving for that self-awareness and growth for myself and, and showing people how they can do that for themselves. And secondly, I would say consistency because a dishwasher performs its tasks consistently, right? We dirty the dishes, throw them back in, back and forth. And I would say I'm committed, I, I'm consistent to my regular practice. I'm committed to my practice of self-growth, whether that be reflection, some learning with the practitioner, uh, but I'm always moving forward to, you know, for improvement. Yeah. So that would be my plans. You look like you're very clean. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's face it, as humans, if we were really, really spotless, we wouldn't be on this earth. So yeah, no, we have lots um, of things. Go back out and come back in. Couple of your guilty pleasures. What do you do just whimsical that just, you know, that bring you joy? Bring me joy. I love taking my journal and pen and go sitting down in the morning in a bakery where there's a little place where I have a coffee, uh, you know, set aside. That's one of my guilty pleasures. And also just kind of walking around in different areas of the city and do a little bit of like, you know, window shopping at those boutiques going out and going in, having conversations with those people, either the owners, because they always have interesting stories on how their products came to be. And I find it's just finding the beauty, the, um, the creativity, the, the, the magicalness 
that's around us that we often don't have time to pay or take the time to pay attention to, which I didn't pay attention to for years. So, you know, I was guilty of that. And now I give myself some of that time to do that. What do you say to that person right now that's stuck, that just, you know, knows that they're at a pivotal point, knows that, you know, they're on the verge of a, you know, not a breakdown, but a meltdown? Well, so, well, first of all, I, I think it, what happens is people have to realize you first get like a stone or a pebble in your window. If you don't pay attention, you're going to get the rock. If you're still not paying attention, you're going to get the the, the boulder that's coming through, which is probably going to do a lot of damage. And finally, if you're still denying everything that's happening that's not working well, then the bulldozer comes and takes the wall down and then you have major things to deal with. So I would say don't wait to be more stuck or have more things be challenging for you. So know that one is, it's normal. It happens to everybody. Don't berate yourself. Be compassionate, you know, and, and but hold space for yourself. Um, reach out to someone. You don't have to be alone and isolated. Find a, find a connection, someone that you feel safe with, and that know that vulnerability is actually a strength. It's not a weakness when you're vulnerable with, the, with someone that you can trust. And know that uh, the wisdom you're seeking is not out there. It's all inside of you. It just needs to be excavated. It's kind of like having a dirty light bulb on the inside. You just kind of have to wipe it clean so that you can see clearly again. And it doesn't have to take long. It doesn't have to be hard. Um, so we can choose like easier, gentler ways of doing things instead of waiting for things to really accumulate. Okay. So, you know, be gentle with yourself, Brains, and go in and evaluate, work with a great person like Lynette, someone that is, you know, gentle and kind, been there, done that, has done the work. Sometimes you'll find individuals that go and have the schooling, but they've never walked the walk. So you have to walk the walk and, and talk the talk, because that's very important when you're incorporating a coach in your life, they hold your your dreams and aspirations in the palm of their hand and you want them to help you mold it like some good play-doh <laughs> yeah and you know what and, and thank you for sharing that uh, april because really you know there's book smarts and there's life smart and yes yeah, so i have the accreditations and everything but i think what allows me to really do what i do is my life experiences and working with people and their life experiences it's it's really about um taking the theory applying it getting practical results and, and, and getting unstuck. Well, tell us about any current offerings that you may have, um, you know, any programs that you'd like to share with my audience and how to get in contact with you. Okay, so people can, first of all, reach me directly at Lynette, L-Y-N-E-T-T-E, -T -T -E, at Transformation Starts Within. They can also go to my website, transformationstartswithin.com. They've got my calendars there. You can book a complimentary clarity call or a coffee just to chat, just to connect and seek the possibilities for yourself. You can sign up for some free resources there. And you'll also find the services that I offer. You can, they can find me on Facebook, Lynette Charcy. Put in a friend request and let me know that you've heard about me through April. And I will have a gift for the Brains uh, community for you as an individual. I'll have a special gift just for you because it came through as April's um, guest. And I'm in the process of creating a new hybrid online course. It should be ready to go later in the fall. 
-hmm. uh, but I, I will be putting it out eventually on my website and on Facebook. And it's all about, it'll, the first part of it is all about the relationship with self. And then it's the relationship with money, because that's also an interesting relationship that we need to look at and cultivate. And then the relationship with the other, the significant other. So that's coming up this fall. And in the meantime, I'm offering small um, mini courses related to those topics. Well, brains, take advantage of it because that touches every aspect of our life, you know, and all of that is energy and how you process that energy, how you receive that energy, how you circulate it, how you connect with it. Uh, you have to be heart centered. You have to want it. You got to show up and do the work. That's yeah. key. You know what? It's a commitment to yourself. Value yourself enough and know that you're worthy and deserving of the, the feelings and the experiences you want to have. Absolutely. So brains, go in, love, like, share. I'm going to put all of Lynette's information at the back of the interview and also in the show notes. Share this information, if not with you, but with others. Learn the technique. I'm telling you, it works. You just have to give it a little time. You know, just have to give it a little time and you have to get used to it. Don't go into it with any expectations. Go into it with an open mind and an open heart and see what you find. You'll be pleasantly surprised. Thank you so much, Lynette, for being here on The Edge. Come back and visit me and keep me updated as to what's going on, okay? Will do. Thank you for the gift of your time and this opportunity. And thank you to the Brains audience. All right. Bye for All now. Bye, guys. Have a good day. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.